<laughs> so, here we are again. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Doing good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's just been a, an interesting week. I, I just found out that Meatloaf passed away. Yes, he did. You know what, Anna? It's so interesting you say that because when I was thinking about today's show and the things I wanted to talk about, it occurred to me that you might not know who Meatloaf is. <laughs> no, I know who he is. Okay. Dashboard. Okay, right. Dashboard. Yeah. You're kind of, <laughs> yep. you're, you're a little on the younger end of Meatloaf, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah. Was that one of his later songs? No, 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 no. He, he Bat Out of Hell was, was Paradise by the Dashboard Light is absolutely his most classic song. Yeah. It was like, it was a video before there was video. Like, that was filmed in the early 70s, and it's such an epic, like, music video, like, 30 years before anybody thought to make me, well, maybe 20 years before anybody thought to make music videos. He had more than one album, but his first one was really the only one that was big, but it was huge. I mean, it just put huge hits out there that just are, like, classics, you know? Yeah. I'll never yeah. forget the first time I saw him on TV. Yeah. I was blown away. I didn't expect him to look like that. I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe Beatles-ish. I don't know, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and we also lost uh, Louis Anderson. Yeah. Oh. Now that I just heard. When did that happen? Was that today, today or yesterday? Yeah, he's been in the hospital and he just passed. Wow. God, bunches. There's been... so They always say it comes in threes, but this has been a lot more than three in the last two weeks. I know. I mean, my God, Sidney Poitier. And I mean, Betty White's gotten a lot of attention, obviously. But Bob um, Saget. Bob Saget. That was just crazy. Yeah. You know, the weird thing is with Bob Saget, you know, usually when, you know, found dead in their hotel room, your mind goes to the worst uh, possible conclusions. And with him, I never did. Not, not one time did I think anything but, oh, my gosh, he must have had some sort of heart failure. You know, he's just one of those people that you just didn't, never expected anything foul play or, or um, self-inflicted foul play, you know, a drug overdose or anything like that. So sad and so sudden and just he was such, he was on such a high at the time, you know. Yeah. yeah. He had just put out uh, tweets like that morning from his comedy show. He was like excited and thankful but had to have a fun audience. Yeah. Yeah. So sad. In the past few years, I kind of felt like there was going to be some point where we were going to hear about losing so many celebrities at a time, only because now a lot of the people that we grew up with, they're at that age on the elderly side. I know that's such a morbid uh, thing to think, but I we had so many. Right. We had so many uh, entertainers in our lives. I don't know if, if we could say more than our parents and grandparents and those before us have, but we sure have had the technology to, to get to know so many singers, actors, sports figures Yeah, that I just felt like it's going to happen someday. Yeah. And I, I feel like right now it seems to have uh, come. Well, are you ready for this? Uh-oh, what? Sex in the City. They're all the same age now that the Golden Girls were when they started the show. <laughs> Wait, what? 55. Stop it. How, how old? 55. That's how old uh, the Golden Girls were. And uh, Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker is 55. 
Wow, I didn't know the Golden Girls are only 55. I think 55 is actually very young. It is, but back when the Golden Girls happened, it wasn't. They were, like, old. (laughs) Right. In their 50s? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Betty White was probably a little bit older, but that was it. I mean, even Estelle Getty, who played the mom, was, I think, younger. (laughs) What? Yes. Oh my gosh, she was very old looking. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. B and like, uh, I think Rue were both about 55. Gosh, I'm waiting for you to say, yeah, Granny from Beverly Hillbillies was only 35. They really <laughs> <laughs> looked much older than the ages that we, I mean, at least people that are 55 now don't look like the same 55 year olds back in like, yeah. you know. No, I, I would never put Sarah Jessica Parker and Rue McClanahan in the same sense <laughs> for that particular type of look now but a lot of that has to do with style and makeup i mean if they'd put rue mcclanahan in a you know sexy dress then she probably would look the same as sarah jessica parker um but that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> i looked up sanford and sign red fox right red fox oh I red love fox that show. Yeah. now you remember he was uh old and you know he's like oh you know he'd like act like he was having a heart attack and you know calling his his wife's name and everything right. i'm coming elizabeth he was only 50 <laughs> i would have thought 70 wow. i looked it up i was like how old was he when he when he filmed this oh my God. what wow you know what? There are days when I get up out of bed and I feel like that, though. So I get that. <laughs> but again, they put him in the in the sweater and they had him sitting in the dad chair and he was, you know, his hair was gray. You know, I mean, they they probably played that up a little bit. But you're right. I didn't think about that. Oh, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about the people that I thought was old. We I watched I caught this clip the other day was I was going through some Betty White stuff of um the Carol Burnett show mm. with um, Eunice and Mama and Vicki Lawrence played Mama. <laughs> I and, and I can remember as a kid thinking that she was like an old lady. And Vicki Lawrence, she probably wasn't even 30 when she was doing that. Right? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I am looking up Archie Bunker. How old was uh, Archie Bunker when he did the show? All of the family age. Archie Bunker age. <laughs> Actor age. <laughs> It's Carol O'Connor, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Carol O'Connor. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. It says when he was born. When was he born? 1924. 1974, he would have been 50. See? <laughs> and so Gloria. Little Goyle. He called it Little Goyle. Little Goyle. Yeah, meathead. Meathead. I want to see how old Captain Steubing was in the love book. <laughs> Who's the, from Fantasy Island, Bubbles, everyone, Bubbles, oh, Ricardo, yeah. Montalban. Montalban. Yeah. yeah, how old was he? So there, there's definitely a new type of old. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, Betty White was 99. I mean, you know. I yeah. Know. <laughs> there's also the old type of old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But I but then I see things like, oh, you know, Mel Brooks pays tribute to Betty White. I'm like, Mel Brooks? How is he still alive? <laughs> and I love Mel Brooks, but he's yeah, he's gotta be a hundred. But then I figure, well, yeah, okay, if Betty White was a hundred, then he was her contemporary. So he's I don't know, ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven. My Aunt Bernice is is ninety five, right? So, you know, I can't look at these celebrities and go, Wow, what a crazy old person and then I have someone in my family that's the same age, you know? <laughs> so it it's possible. Mm-hmm. 
I don't even know what to do with this. <laughs> I can't decide if I feel old or if I feel young. I'm not sure which I'm... <laughs> 50 is the new 30, but you know what? It's also 50. Yeah. <laughs> it could also be the new 70, depending on how well you took care of yourself. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah, so I started going to these classes at the gym. These, uh, like, uh, I don't know what the word is. I don't know what people call this. Is it boot camp? Is it? It's not CrossFit. It's Tybo. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick you. <laughs> it's basically they you go and they give you a set of routines and you do them at your own pace and with your own weight. But the trainers there with you. It's a small group, so there's like, I think they take a maximum of six. So far, I've I've only ever done it with just two people, which is great because it's like getting personal training. It's so much fun and it's so hard. And then I am so sore the next day. I'm like, oh my god, is it normal to be this sore? But it is. You know, like are you. You're using muscles in a way that you haven't used them in a long time. And, you know, that's how you get better. But, um, wow, I do. I feel every inch my age. But then I think, you know, I probably would I would probably be this sore at 30, too. Yeah, um, for sure. If I had been sitting around for three years and not doing anything and then suddenly woke up and started doing this. Yeah. But it it's, ow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, 50, sometimes 50 is 50. So it's it's not boot camp. I don't know what you call it. I'm sure there's a new phrase for it. Maybe it is CrossFit. It's basically, I mean, the gym I go to calls it, it's called squad. We call it squad. Yeah, no, it's just sets of different, you know, different weightlifting things. And and kind of the new way to do things is not like, okay, go lift this weight. It's like combining things, right? So you're going to do a lunge at the same time that you're holding this kettlebell at the same time that you're, you know, standing on one foot or whatever. Um designed to like work several muscle groups at one time and it's a lot more fun than just do five reps of curls and 10 reps of this and blah 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 and leg day and arm day and all that other stuff you know I mean it might not be the old school way to do it but it's a hell of a lot more fun um and I think and it's very cardio like I almost passed out the first day the guy the guy brought me this little cube to sit on would you like to sit down <laughs> like <laughs> no I'm I'm fine. <laughs> okay, maybe I better sit down. It's hard though. I mean, I'm proud of myself for starting, and and hopefully I'll keep doing it for a while. Um, but it's uh, it's like wow, this is this is going uphill. Yeah. <laughs> well, and good work. Like you said though, whenever you start, even if you're in your early 20s and you haven't done anything, it's hard. Uh -huh. But I yeah, think yeah. when I see somebody who's older than 20 do it. It feels like it is harder work, but also I feel like it means more, you know, because we feel the effects of the exercise. Right. Yeah. You may be right about that, that it, that it means more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it, it means more in terms of your health, but it also means more in terms of your accomplishment, you know. And the, the thing that's good about this that I don't think I would have, I don't think I would have appreciated this in my 30s that I appreciate now in my 50s. And, and a lot of this is a reflection of the trainers. And they're all these young, young guys and gals, like really young is they, you're competing against yourself, right? Like it's a group of, you know, between two and six people, but you're not supposed to be looking at them or even caring about what they're doing. They, right. everybody's doing the same exercise, but everybody has a different weight, right? Like you're all going to do, you know, three sets of 10, but one of you might do it with five pounds and one of you might do it with 50 pounds. And I don't need to know what the, the other girl with me is doing. All I need to know is how much I can do and how much more I can do than I could do the previous time. Um, 
And that's what I think is well designed about this, or at least well executed at this particular place I go, is that I have found that I have not paid any attention to the other people in the group. I'm only paying attention to myself. And I don't think I would have done that at 30. I would have looked around at the other people and going, oh, I have to be as good or as fast or as, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I find that at the pool. I mean, I think there was a day and age where I would be caught at a pool in a swimming suit um, unless I thought I was in great shape. And now it's like, I don't even care. I just, you Mm. know, I go, I swim. Uh, Nobody's looking at me. They're all doing their own thing, you know, but I think I would have been really um, hypersensitive if I was a lot younger. Hey, how's it going with your... uh bossy guy that's always trying to get in your lane oh yeah this is so (laughs) crazy so uh the other day we got out and he walked by and so i smiled and said hi and he humbly kind of nodded his head and i was like oh that's interesting well today we went to get in our lane and he's in our lane and we're it's time to change and he's my mind he's milking it and so my sister marches up to the to the lifeguard she's like they told us we were in this lane and so she went and talked to him and and she's like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry and he scooted over to another lane that had some other people there's a group of people that swim in that lane and so when we walked over i'm like oh he's gonna yell at us and he goes i don't know what's going on he goes i'm sorry i i thought i was scheduled until you know for another half an hour and you know he i wouldn't say he was nice but at least he spoke to us and told us what was going on and so we're like, oh, we're so sorry. We didn't know, you know, like it's not our fault. And um, so we just had this exchange and we swam and the the four guys in the lane next to us came over and they go, so which one of you is Batman and which one's Robin? We think you're the dynamic <laughs> duo. <laughs> like, we don't know what they mean, but we think they think we mastered him or something. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so... Interesting, but at least he communicated, which made a big difference than just staring and glaring and, you know. So. Yes. So it sounds like everyone else in that place has had problems with him. What we've heard is, you know, because people are sharing lanes because of COVID, they've had to make money. So they're putting two people in a lane. We have heard that people are like, if I have to swim in that lane with him, I won't swim. That's what people say. Whoa. So. He's not easy to get along with. Wow. Did he know this? You know, I don't know. But when we left, of course, he was chewing on the ear of the receptionist of, you know, what's going on. And um, so, yeah, you know, and and maybe he has something like maybe autism or something. And he, you know, he can't help it. I don't know. But um, not very popular. I'll just say that. (laughs) (laughs) That guy is not your kind of guy. No. So which one of you is Batman and which one of you is Robin? I've never figured that out yet. <laughs> I think there's times when I'm in charge and I think there's times when she's in charge. <laughs> so you're more like the Wonder Twins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but she's like, I am going to go stand at the end of the lane. Because he wasn't, he just kept, you know, flipping and kept swimming. And, it, you know, the, the clock had passed the half hour. And... um so, you know, she did talk to the lifeguard, and uh, and so then at least, you know, we were kind. We were like, oh, we're sorry we didn't know, and he didn't know, and, you know. Um, so anyway, but, yeah, we weren't like, get out of our lane. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought of you the other day because I was thinking about starting to swim. 
I haven't done it yet, but I'm like, Lori, Lori does this. It's good for her. She enjoys it. Do you enjoy swimming? I do. I love it. Do you guys like do the whole, you know, the regular swimming or is it that river walk thing where you're, you're going against the current? Yeah, we were doing that. That's how we started. But then when COVID hit, they closed down the river, but they did open the lanes. So we just started swimming and we grew up swimming. I mean, we taught swimming lessons uh, at the Fort Casey pool where we grew up. And so, um, and we lived on the beach. So we've always been swimmers. So we just, we do, you know, we'll, we do all different, all of our different strokes throughout the day. Like I don't, a lot of people just do the crawl the whole time, but we switch it up. What's, what do you mean by river walk? So it's a like a figure eight and they have the, so it's like the lazy river. If you were in an inner tube, you would just float in a figure eight around, but you walk against the current and that's exercise, especially if you have arthritis, it's, it's a way you can get exercise and it's not a lot of pain. Cool. Where, where can you do that? Um, most of the pools these days, you know, any newer pool has that. And um, it may be called the lazy river and you think, oh, that's for kids. But during a time of day, they make it a walking river for us older people. <laughs> so we could go to Wild Waves and I could just get into the, the lazy river and just go the other direction. It might have to be a certain time. I don't know, you know, how they do it there, but like in a pool. Not, where, a, not a summer weekend. Yeah. So. You'd need a hazmat suit to be in there on a summer weekend. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> But, you know, it's great exercise. And um, I'm so grateful because, you know, uh, when I have to miss, I feel it. Man, I feel it. Yeah, that's good. And you do it like every day, right? Yeah, five days a week. Wow. On on the weekdays. That's good. Mm -hmm. I guess what always bothered me about it is the rigmarole. You got to shower and then your hair's wet. You have to, I mean, not that you don't do those things anyway, but like you have to go to the gym and haul your stuff there to do it. I guess I can't get past that. Once COVID hit, we quit doing that. So we just, we have a swim coat. So we just put the swim coat on over our suit. We go in, we put on our swim cap, jump in. And when we're done, we dry off, put our swim coat on and go home. Whoa. Mind blown. What, what's a swim coat? Yeah. Um, it's it's like a, a long trench coat, only it has fleece on the inside. The swim team girls all have them. That's how we discovered them. Oh, so they're nice and warm. I think I've warm. seen those. Yeah. And they're long. Yeah. Like I, I was out of gas today. I can't believe I forgot to get gas. So I had to go in my swim coat and get gas. But it was like, well, it's down to my, you know, calf. It's not like anyone's seeing me in a swimsuit. So what a great idea. Then you don't have to do all the rigmarole. Yeah. Hmm. And you know what? Seriously, I don't like pool, uh, pool dressing rooms because I don't know what it is about the pool, but everyone just thinks it's fine to walk around totally naked. And when I was trying to swim and I had two little boys and I'd have to take them in the woman's room and I'm constantly like trying to cover their eyes and move them around just to get them dressed to get them out there. You know, it's like, you guys, you have to be, I mean, yay that you're so free with your body and you're so comfortable in your own skin, but seriously? Yeah. Wait, were you were you trying to cover their eyes to like protect the women or to keep them from getting distracted so you could like get on with your day? Well, you know, a lot of them are like grandmas and things are sagging and hanging where they shouldn't be. And, uh, little boys are curious. <laughs> it's not necessarily a pretty sight. <laughs> There's even signs, you know, out of respect for people please don't walk around naked and yet they do it (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and I'm like, not usually gyms have a sign that's a little bit different, like kids over a certain age shouldn't be in, you know, the locker room of the uh, opposite right. gender. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to rain on anyone's parade, but sometimes it's nah. just... Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. <laughs> swim coat. So can any can any coat be a swim coat, though? Is the idea that you just have a big, long, warm coat that goes on and off? Yeah. and the, But the nice thing about one with fleece is it kind of soaks up the wet and okay. dries out quick. Yeah. Okay. Like it's an actual, they created it for swimmers kind yeah. of coat, right? Mm-hmm. Do you guys use the water noodle? Uh, no, but we do use a kickboard. <laughs> But we swim next to the swim team, you know, so we've got these kids and it's like they are so fast. It's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable how fast they are. They just pass you up like nothing. And I wear fins and they don't. And they still pass me up like nothing. (laughs) Sharon wears fins, too. I can't handle the fins. Really? Yeah. They weird me out. Hmm. Try doing the kickboard with no fins. I do. Really? Does it take you like an hour (laughs) to get across? I guess it does. Yeah, but it's good. It's a good workout. Yes, it is. (laughs) But we're talking about a couple years. I mean, it's been a couple years since I've done anything like that. Um, But yeah, it does. It takes you a long time, but it's, you know, you're getting the effort in, I guess. Do the fins make you more, do you get a better workout with the fins or they just make you faster? Um, I, that's a good question. I think I get a better workout because, you know, you're with the fins, you're kicking above the water with a kickboard. And so you're, you know, it's giving you a little more resistance. Okay. Interesting. So what happens if they're like kind of cutting into your feet and it's like, owie? You you try to find ones that don't do that. Maybe you have a shorter fin or make it fit better. I'd have to buy my own fins. Yeah. Okay, this sounds like too much work. Now I need a coat. Now I need fins. <laughs> Got to get a, a cap. Right. That I have. Maybe a have nose plug. I have the cap and the goggles. I don't have the nose plug. I can't do the turn. I've never, ever been able to do the turn. I just stop, touch the wall, and go back. I can't flip. Yeah, I can flip. I finally, it took me a while, but I can do it. Yeah. yeah. You swim up to the wall, oh. and and you, yeah. you really got to use your head. Your head's the power force there, and you whip your head down and it pulls you around and then you twist and like after you do the flip do you do that big old mermaid move that a lot of the olympians do when they come back up to the surface like there's that certain move you know what i'm talking about they're like all wavy i do because i don't know how (laughs) they do it but it's yeah it's like they're they're all their whole body is together they're not kicking like their legs separate it's all it's like a wave thing and yeah they do it i that's not something i've figured out yet but yeah they they they're good at it it's like the worm. The worm. They look like they're doing the worm in the in the. That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. it does. <laughs> I just get water up my nose when I do that, and then I like hit my head on the wall. I mean, not like, like not like <laughs> don't, concussion, don't like, do but it. just like, oh, that didn't work. You know, ow. So <laughs> I I have to wear a nose plug because my I don't know why my this doesn't happen to my sister, but when I get in water, my nose just sucks it up. It's like I I try to do the mind over matter. I try to think about it. I, I water up my nose. So I, I, yeah, I, so here I am with a nose plug and fins and a snorkel and a cap. You would never recognize me. You'd be like, Lori's not here. I don't see her. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. Well, it's something to aspire to. I'll 
I'll keep thinking about it. You know me, it takes, I think about something and then three years later I do it. So I'll start thinking about that again. <laughs> but you're exercising. That's what matters. I yeah. am. Yes, I yeah. am. I'm doing something more than I was doing a month ago. And that's good because it's really about baby steps. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I signed up for the, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago that they moved the, they moved the rock and roll marathon to Bellevue. <laughs> like, like there's, there is no town in America that is less rock and roll than Bellevue, Washington, but they've, they've put it there and I, I went ahead and signed up. I, I don't know if I'll be able to do it or not, but it seemed like it was, I mean, it didn't cost me anything because this was like three years of deferral from the uh, pandemic, which, you know, when it started, I probably, I could have done it. And, you know, now I've been sitting on my butt and I don't know that I can do it, but it's not until September and it seems like a good goal, you know, mm-hmm. but I was wondering if I could stay with one of you guys when I get there. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. <laughs> it's in September. So mark me down. I got you. <laughs> Okay, there's no way I'm gonna run 13 miles and then drive. Like it's just not gonna happen, right? So. <laughs> It'd be fun to see you. Yes, it would. Maybe we can like have dinner or something. I would love that. That'd be very nice. I will eat everything in sight. I love it because <laughs> she will have run a whole marathon. That's right. No, half, a half marathon. A whole half. Oh, half marathon. Now, is this your first time? No, no. I've I've done a few of them, but it's been a long time. Yeah, I'm working my way back up to like to a 10k right now we just um my sister-in-law and and friend and i um they go out three times a week i'm only going out once or twice a week and we've gotten to where three miles is our minimum um of just like a short run and uh we're you know working on a a 10k which is about 6.2 miles um so that's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a climb for me to, to get back to 13 but um I did it before, you know, I went from zero, zero miles to 13 miles in a year. So I think I can go from three to 13 in, in, in a year. Um, but we'll find out. Yeah. Anna was going to run one of those. Yeah. Do it with me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. I guess I could try. Oh, wow. I bet you could. The last time I did close to a marathon, like, amount of miles, that was, like, seven years ago. And that was hard. Yeah. I could try. I could try to train, but I can't promise it. I can't promise. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm a little chicken right now even thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) But a half half a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. It's 13.2 miles. No, 13.1. Woof. Wow, that is, I mean, I'm admiring you just doing it to to have me involved. I'm like, oh, <laughs> scared. But you used to, Anna, Anna was going to go do a marathon. Do you remember? You were, you were like running I don't running know if I ever day. signed up for one, though. I don't think I ever signed up for it. But I was I was running a lot of miles that, that year. Yeah, you were I, tracking it on your arm, on your watch. Yeah, thing. it was like this. It was like this watch. And Nike Plus, the Nike Plus app. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't done that in a while. I'm only doing like, really, seriously, I'll do like maybe three, three miles uh, anytime I do a run anymore. I used to be like six, maybe seven, but now it's like, okay, I'm just going to do three and, and call it done. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And and that in itself is an accomplishment, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. um. Like, I am very proud that, that I can go out and 
do three miles and that's a minimum. That's a good thing. Yeah. It just, it, it makes you sad for the day when the minimum was six miles, <laughs> right? Oh, right. You know, it's in you, but you're not doing it. But, um, but it's, you know, it's still something to be proud of that, that that's where you're at. So, yeah. you know, if you wanted to, no pressure, think about no it. No pressure. Not a big All deal. Right, I'll think about it. Maybe I'll sign up for it, like register for it and just see how I'm doing that day or something. Sometimes it's just the day, you know? Oh, like, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it is just the day. That's true. Yeah. Like you can make one bad choice like Michael Scott did in the office when they did that run. Michael Scott run for, what is it? Autism. For rabies. Yeah. <laughs> and he ate like a big bowl of pasta. I, I When I was started running... You know, I was training with these people and they were all like, oh, and then eat this and do that and don't do this and don't do that. And then one night uh, we went, uh, we did this one out in uh, Tybee Island, which is this uh, pretty little island out in Georgia. And Sharon and I went and with my sister, who my sister's like a serious, was at the time a really serious runner. Now she's like a serious yoga person. But um, she was doing marathons and stuff, but she, you know, wanted to do this with us. And I think she was doing, I think this particular day we were doing a 10K and she was doing a half marathon, something like that. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. We're eating dinner and, and she's drinking wine. And I'm like, oh, you shouldn't drink wine. She's like, what? Who told you that? She had a couple of glasses of wine. I swear to God, the next day I had the best race I ever had in my life. What? And ever since then, I have a glass of wine the night before a race. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, oh my God, this is great. <laughs> you know? Just, oh, I get it, because relaxation is part of it, too, you know. Um, so, yeah, I swear by that. Now, again, you don't always, you know, it doesn't always matter. But you're you're totally right, Anna. You Some days you wake up and it's there, and some days it's not. Yeah. And you know, like, you know whether you're going to battle through it or not. Right, <laughs> right. Like, even just choosing to run, you know, you choose that day and everything. But to know one morning I'm going to be running 13 <laughs> miles. Right. I'm going to wake up knowing that I'm going to run 13 miles. Right. And you have to train. You can't just start running 13 miles every day, right? That's not how you train. Right, right. You probably got to stretch. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You, you build up to it. Um, <laughs> the first time I did it, I, I, never, I had never run more than eight miles in one sitting. Um, and boy, was I sore. Oh, my God. The next day, I, I mean, I finished. I did it. But I was so sore the next day. And then after that, I... I learned how to train a little bit better. But the other thing is you don't want to overtrain. I mean, a lot of people do that. A lot of people will overtrain and then they either hurt them, they hurt themselves or, you know, they get to race day and um, it doesn't turn out the way they want to. And so it is, it's important to have a good kind of system and stay consistent with it. It's harder to do here. I guess every, I guess every place has its challenges. I mean, in Georgia, it was ha ho, so hot. I mean, so hot and humid. And I worked, I went to work at five o'clock in the morning, so I couldn't be one of those people who ran at 5 a.m. I could only run in the evening uh-huh. uh, when it was so hot. Now, out here, it's rain and snow and ice, you know, um, which is your challenge. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Woo. <laughs> Respect. All this talk of exercise, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm just talking about it. <laughs> I want to go eat a bowl of pasta just for this right. conversation. <laughs> Might uh, get some Gatorade. Right. <laughs> Woo! Uh-huh. Got to replenish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just lost electrolytes. Right. <laughs> I got to roll. Got to get up my foam roller and roll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> well, it is just about time for Claire to go do her thing. But I just saw this. Did you know Martha Stewart has been struck by lightning three times? What? what? Apparently she was on that game, What's the Lie? Or what? what is that with Ellen? So she said she was leaning against an iron sink and saw the lightning go down the pipe into her garden and it came back up through the water and hit her right in the stomach, threw her on the floor. Uh, she was alive, but not comfortable. Another time a lightning bolt came right through the skylight in her house. And then after both wow. of these, she said she just attracts electricity because she's so powerful, although she didn't elaborate uh, about what happened the third time, she did tell Snoop Dogg in 2016 that she was once struck by lightning while talking on the phone. People used to talk about that. Don't be on the phone during a lightning storm because it could go right into your uh, receiver or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that was back in the day when your phone was attached to the wall, right? Right. Right. Right, yeah. right down <laughs> Not the <cord>. cell phone. <laughs> but that, that skylight, like straight through the skylight and right into her, that's some like higher power stuff going on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I cannot tell you how much I love that Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg are a thing. friends. Yeah. I've always thought that was pretty cool too. <laughs> oh my God. That's the best thing in the world. <laughs> they're so funny and they're just like, wow, how did that happen? And why is it? it I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who was it that I've, oh, Bob Saget. We'll go back to Bob Saget. Okay. John Mayer, the singer. Apparently they were really good friends. They were? That's a pair I wouldn't think would hang out. No. John Mayer no. blew his body home. Yes, he did. He, he he paid to get his body home. He was one of the oh. pallbearers. Um, he did a, apparently he did a number of things for the family. He hasn't talked about much of this. It's just kind of come out. But that's another unlikely pair of friends, you know. Like, um, like when I found out that um, Brad Pitt and um, Mindy Cohen from Facts of Life. <laughs> or like Natalie from Facts of Life are like best friends from like going back to like their starting off days in Hollywood. They were neighbors or something and they just became really good friends. And she's like, Mindy Cohen is like the godparent to some of Brad Pitt's kids. Oh or my something. gosh. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Weirdest thing, you know. Celebrity um, friends. <laughs> yeah. But no, but Martha and Snoop are the, they're the, they're the bomb. That's awesome. Oh, and did you see that TV reporter that got hit by a car while she was reporting? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, my God. Where? Oh, when? Horrible. Did you see that, Anna? I saw. So she's about to go on air, and the, the anchor is asking her a question, and a car comes up behind her, hits her, and she's, like, scrambling. She falls forward. Yeah. And she's scrambling to get up, and she's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And he's, I mean, he doesn't show any emotion. The anchor. He's like, <laughs> uh, hmm. Well, that's a first for you. She's like, actually, no, it happened in college. And she's trying to calm everyone down and saying, I'm okay. And he's like, well, did you get hit high or low? I don't know. Where'd you hit me, lady? I mean, it's just like, <laughs> but the anchor was no. just so stone-faced. I couldn't believe it. I'd be like, what is happening? And she's a little, fr she's frantic. Of course she would be. She's like, you know, oh my gosh, well, you know what? I'm okay. And maybe I just need to move to a different spot. And uh, she's like, of course it would happen on my last week here on this TV station. And <laughs> what? I, there, I have so many questions. <laughs> 
yeah it's just it's but what got me was the anchor the guy he's just like it almost reminded me of my face when my youngest is doing his shenanigans you know like jumping off of things and i'm just like stone face you know i'm not going to show any emotion but it's like you'd think he would be like um are you okay i mean something (laughs) (laughs) i think watches are getting hit by a car and he's just like hmm Okay. In other news. (laughs) Back to you, Bob. (laughs) We'll get back to her. (laughs) So crazy. I'll post it on the Facebook page. (laughs) And what Facebook page will you be posting it on, Lori? Listen and learn or not. (laughs) Listen and learn or not. It's our Facebook page where you can get links to uh, all of our podcasts, right? Yes, you can. And you can see the picture of the reporter getting hit. Awesome. <laughs> Not that we're happy about that. Just <laughs> no. I I would probably now that I know she's okay. Once she got back to the station, I would give her a stern lecture about not being in a place where you could get hit by a car. Reporters, choose your spots wisely. Yeah. <laughs> Even as the car's coming up behind her, you'd think maybe the anchor would be like, uh, "There's a car right behind you." You'd think the cameraman would be like, there's a car right There was you. no cameraman. She had set up the camera and was standing yeah. in front of it. Oh. Yeah, a tripod or something. And, oh, and okay. uh, just suddenly, bah! <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was like a policeman or a construction worker behind her or somewhere. Someone, like somebody she, was. Yeah, she kept saying, I'm okay. Uh, you know, are you okay? I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, news, crazy. News reporter. It's on our Facebook page. Go find it. Oh, it's there now? Yep. Oh, okay. And you'll also find it on the Warm 106.9 Facebook as well, as well as warm1069.com. Oh, you said that so lovely. Oh, and <laughs> Kelly Clarkson is a, a step-grandmother. Her ex-husband, her ex-husband had a kid, and that kid just had a baby. She's 20. Would that count then for her to still be the step-grandparent? Apparently, because apparently she still has a relationship with that stepchild. So Very nice. Here it is. Dunbar, West Virginia. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at She's this. She's still looking that up. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. And now we're starting to experience, unfortunately, in freeze thaw, we see this, water main breaks. And live reporting is... Oh, so this is basically all about ice. Starting to watch. Oh, my God. I just got hit by a car, but I'm okay. I just got hit by a car, but I'm okay, Tim. That's the first um, I'm okay. <laughs> That's a first for you, I'm sure. Oh, my God. That guy. She fixes her hat. She moves the camera. And she keeps right. talking. But even as the camera's down, she's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about me. Yeah, she's doing play-by-play of her own uh, demise there. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad she's okay, but holy mackerel. Yeah. That was pretty brightly lit. So, but they should have seen her. I know. And then the, yeah. and then the anchor guy goes, well, there are a lot of emergency vehicles, so it is very confusing. like, where did you come from? Oh my God, the right. anchor just kills me. This poor girl's getting brutalized and he's like practically rolling his eyes, you know? Right. <laughs> it reminds me of um, broadcast news oh. where William Hurt, like they hired him just because he was pretty, but he's not really, you know, he just kind of sit, sits there looking pretty. That sort of reminds me of him, like, oh, wow, okay, I bet that's a first for you. (laughs) Or Ron Burgundy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. 
okay, now I really do have to go. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Therapy well, session is well, over. <laughs> where can we find you guys on social media? Coach Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E on Facebook. On Twitter, at Claire Beverly. I'm Anna D at Twitter. I mean, no, wait, Twitter. I don't know. One or the other, so choose. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Have a great week. Love you. You too. Love you, girls. This is Listen and Learn. Or.